Welcome to Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Molly. And I'm Belle. And today we're going to be talking about the haunting of the Samuel A. Mudhouse. Spooky. I love hauntings. I do too. They're some of my favorite. So John Wilkes Booth was one of the most famous actors in the United States during the 1850s and 60s. Uh, he's also famous for others. Yeah, you're right. He <laughs> is. Well. But I really didn't know that he was an actor during that time. Genuinely, the only reason I knew that John Wilkes Booth was an actor is because of the, you know, award-winning film, National Treasure 2, Book oh, of Secrets, yeah. which I've did not never... win any awards, oh. in fact. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it should have. I've never seen it. There are a lot of movies that my, I haven't seen. Oh I my know. gosh. I'm uneducated. I'm Le- sorry. The amount of love that I have for the National Treasure movies outweighs uh, the love I have for many films. <laughs> like, I've never seen the first Rocky movie. Me either. But listen, I can have an in-depth conversation with you about my theories of what the third National Treasure should have been about. <laughs> like I said, never seen it. I also... Didn't know that he was an actor, although I obviously would have if I would have watched that movie. But yeah, the again, movie made me want to be a treasure hunter. My history knowledge in general about most things is very limited. So he was an actor, and he strongly supported the Confederacy and planned to kidnap the president at the time, who was Abraham Lincoln. I'll just kidnap him? That really escalated quickly yeah, at some well, point then. I know. The plan actually involved other people, but they said that... The opportunity just never, I guess, it just never kind of happened. Yeah, but it arose to, you know, shoot and kill the president. It just never arose to Spoiler alert. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, most of you should know where the story is going. (laughs) Instead of the kidnapping, on April 14th, 1865, Booth shot and killed President Abraham Lincoln. (gasps) What? I know. I never knew. (laughs) He did so during a performance at Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C. After doing so, Booth jumped down to the stage beneath Lincoln's seat, breaking his leg. Unfortunately. That's also very impressive. That's also covered in National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets. Once again, didn't know. (laughs) A horse was waiting for him outside the theater. He and his accomplice, David Harold, escaped with, escaped with the army following closely behind. The two stopped at Dr. Samuel Mudd's house in Maryland that next morning, where the doctor treated the leg of Booth and allowed them to rest for a few hours in the house before the men left. Booth was on the run for 12 days before he was caught inside of a burning barn and shot. Oh, he, God. I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they were... Well, these people let them sleep in... They're born because I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if they knew who they were or not. But then the son actually locked them in there to make sure that they didn't try to steal their horses. And then the army found out where they were and Harold came out. Yeah. But Booth didn't. So then they caught the barn on fire to like get him to come out. Yeah, that happened in the movie uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh. I'm just name dropping (laughs) movies right now. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> I really have no, I don't watch Have you never ever. seen that movie either? No. I hadn't seen it until recently. I stayed up, we started watching it, and I love George Clooney, as we talked about in last week's episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's in that movie. Oh. And I stayed up watching it 
And uh, yeah, they caught the barn on fire to get him to come out. Oh, well, it did work. Well, halfway. He actually got shot while he was inside the building. Oh. Inside the burning barn. Yeah. But then he made it out and he actually passed away three hours after he was shot on the porch of the people. Oh, God, that's awful. Yes. Which well, I, mean, I mean, he's, he's a, a murderer. murderer. <laughs> so the acts of Dr. Mudd, who, you know, tended to his broken, to Booth's broken leg. Yes. His actions caused him to be arrested for, for conspiracy, and he was sentenced to life in prison, although he denied ever having a hand in the assassination plot. He was pardoned and released from prison after four years with the help of his wife. The pardoning was likely in part due to his tireless but effective efforts of treating patients with yellow fever. In prison? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's nice. I know there were, he really did a very good job about containing, about containing it. So, yeah, like I said, he would write letters to his wife because I really am not sure. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he knew. He was because he claimed that he had never seen him before at one point, but then he yeah. said that he had met him once. But who's to say that he knew that he had just killed? Yeah, someone. his plan to assassinate the president right. because. But then something else said that he may have been aware of it, but he was still he had a broken leg, and at, being a doctor, he said that it was just like his nature to help oh, people no matter what they yeah. did. So. Well, I don't know. He could have just been a good Samaritan. Yeah, he could have. So, who knows. But despite Booth, Booth's death and the eventual release of Dr. Mudd, the house in which Booth stayed and had his leg treated at is said to be haunted today. By... Just haunted? Well, we'll get there. Oh, okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. <laughs> there, so, there are many stories about this house that has since become a museum. In fact, the creation of the museum is said to be because of a spirit. Interesting. Louise Mudd Arhart was first visited by a spirit in her home in the early 1960s. She would hear footsteps upstairs, despite there not being an upstairs at all. Oh, well, that'll do it. Mm -hmm. There was also knocking at the door, but when she would go to answer it, there was nobody there. Her husband also experienced this himself and began believing what she was saying yeah she also saw the spirit and was able to describe it as a man wearing a long brown top coat and cap he was able to she was able to see the spirit even better on one particular day when she was home alone go figure yeah of course bad things well bad things still happen when you're around people but normally it's when you're yeah, it's more I terrifying. Was, I don't really know how I feel about ghosts. And I mean, our our season finale is all about like ghost stories. Oh yeah, also send in your ghost stories. Yes. <laughs> Throw that topic. Yeah. But um I had heard I'm convinced my house is haunted. Like <laughs> when we went to Moundsville and didn't experience anything, I was like, ghosts aren't real. What a fraud. Yeah. And then I woke up from a nap and heard someone walking down my hallway. Mm. And when I opened my door, no one was there. And just That's weird creepy. things happen in my house all the time. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm right there with this lady. I think my house is haunted. Well, maybe. <laughs> I think it is. So in the, her case... She was walking from her kitchen to dining room, but stopped immediately 
when the spirit was standing right in front of her. Ew, no. Face to face with this spirit that looks like a man. No. She actually described him during this encounter as, quote, wearing black trousers, black vest, white shirt with the sleeves rolled back to his elbows, a black tie untied watching me. Oh, God. Yeah. Pretty creepy. He then went down the hallway, but once Luis followed him into the next room, he was gone. So that's pretty impressive. I mean, unless you just made all that stuff up, that's a pretty detailed description of yeah. the spirit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I would love, like, I love the thought of, like, people haunt, like, nowadays people yeah. haunting other people. Be like, they were wearing American Eagle jeans. <laughs> no, even better. Be like, they were wearing Lululemon yoga yes. pants and a sweatshirt yes. that said, 2020 sucks. Yeah. They had on. They were wearing a mask. Yeah, they had on a hospital mask. <laughs> that really would be creepy in the future. Be like, Unless it was it's like a terrifying. <laughs> My worst nightmare. It would be. Instead, I'd this be guy scared. was like, he was wearing black pants and he had his sleeves rolled up, showing yeah, just, off them forearms. Yeah, just a normal guy. <laughs> so, after all these encounters, by 1970, she started meditating about the things that were going on. And she became convinced that the spirit wanted her to do something. Oh, this is... I'm speechless. <laughs> she started meditating? Like, like sit in the floor, focus know. all of your energy on this ghost? She just, I think this is from her. She's yeah. telling the story. And she just said that she started meditating about these things. Really? Yes. Okay. Yep. That's what she said. Oh, I don't know. Well... I don't. (laughs) After doing this. This meditation. Yes. She determined that the spirit was her grandfather, Mud. What? Wow. Yeah. Well, wow. Did she not recognize him? I guess not. I don't know. Oh, well, okay. Because, I mean, it's her grandfather. It's not like it's her great, great grandfather. Yeah, this is just like met. her grandfather. Yeah. Like, would you not recognize him the first time that you saw him? You would think so, but maybe not. I mean, yeah, because you would think if she saw his clothes in such great detail, that yeah. she would be able to see his face, but maybe yeah. his face was just like blurry or something. Yeah, maybe. Hazy. Yeah. So after determining that that's who it was, She realized that she needed to visit the family farm that was stayed in and farmed by her brother. She knew that she needed to save the farm for the next generation. Oh, okay. The ghost told her this through her meditations? Yeah, pretty much. Maybe I need to start meditating. Maybe. It'll it'll help me decide what to do with my life. A ghost will come to me. The ghost in my house will come to me and be like, Hi, you need to... Read more. And well, no matter what the ghost says or does, that's what you're going to assume. <laughs> so. Yeah, for real, the ghost is going to be like, you need to read more. You need to take more naps. You Just need live your best to, life. Yeah, for real. <laughs> or what if it's like, you get out of this house? Oh, man. 
I would. I'd pack up and leave. Well, okay. So we'll get back to this. <laughs> when she visited her brother and expressed her desire for him to leave, he responded by saying, quote, well, I guess so. Because if it, if it isn't done in my lifetime, I just don't know what the next generation would do about it. End quote. What? And so this, his, his sister just came up to him one day and was like, I really think you should move out of your home. And he was like, you know what? Maybe you're right. I should just leave. What even? I was quite surprised. This doesn't this. even make sense. Yeah. Well. So this began the long and difficult journey of converting the home into a museum. I mean, it, I guess it was for a good cause. But I don't know how I would feel about my sister coming up to me and being like, this is our family home. We're turning it into a museum, which means you have to leave. No, I would not know. If Nick or Greg, which are my my older brother and my younger brother, if they came up to me and were like, you need to move out of your house because we're going to turn it into a museum. I'm like, turn your own house yeah, into seriously. a museum. Seriously. Get away from me. I know. No, thank you. I'll, I'll stay. So, the last time Louise was visited by the Spirit was just a few days before the first meeting of the Board of Directors. This one was different from the rest. This time, she saw the image, quote, slowly shape up, like out of a tunnel, first small, then getting larger. That's horrifying. As I began to recognize it, I said, why, that is the Dr. Samuel A. Mudhouse. Then it slowly went back down the tunnel. It was the house finished, just like the old pictures of it. End quote. Was this woman a psychic? Um, not that I know of. I think she was just a, a normal woman. woman. Uh, yeah. Because it makes me, it makes me vaguely, not va vaguely, mm -hmm. think of, remember the Winchester house mm -hmm. in California? Yes. How she would like commune with the spirits every night. Uh, to figure out what places she need to build on to oh, her house. Yes. It makes me kind of think of that. And they said that she would. Well, I mean, like. They said different things about her. They said sometimes she used a Ouija board. Sometimes she would do like group seances. Mm -hmm. Sometimes she would just go in there by herself and meditate. So that's what makes me think that this woman is either psychic or thinks that she's psychic. Yeah. Or she is hysterical and needs to be put into a mental institution. Well, she just really... Maybe she was just super passionate about her family. Yeah, I think, I think that's what it is. Because she... I just popped my knuckle, sorry. <laughs> you probably heard that. <laughs> I mean, what she did, she did turn her family's home, which has a lot of history behind it, into a museum, which is admirable. It's still... I still think it's weird. I can't help it. I'm not going to judge this woman. <laughs> and if I was this, if I was her brother, I would still be so mad. I'd be like, why didn't you turn your I mean, own house into a museum? Some, I would want a little bit of payment. Yeah, to go buy a new house. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what, what, what did he do? Did he just have enough money to just go? I don't know. He was a man. One? Men, men had it all back then. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this was this was in the seventies. 
This was in the 70s? Yeah. Like 1970? Yeah. You didn't say that. I definitely did. Well, this changes everything. <laughs> How did I not catch that you said that? I don't know. Boop. I mean, still, men had an easier life. <laughs> They've always had an easier life. Yeah. But you're telling me in 1970, this woman was like, move out of your house. We're going to turn this into a museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes me angrier. <laughs> she just wanted to preserve the oh, house's I history. Definitely think that she thinks she was a psychic now. <laughs> 10 out of 10. A hundred in the 70s, she probably did some mushrooms and was like, Yeah, totally <laughs> saw a ghost. Did I don't some think, LSD. I don't think this woman was on drugs. Nah. You don't know. <laughs> It was the 70s, as we've talked about in the past. This wasn't that long ago. The 70s? Yeah, no. I don't know how old this woman is People did drugs all the time back in the 70s. Anyway. The house. Yeah, let's get back to the the house. The house turned museum has since been finished and can be visited now. Lovely. Well, you know, with the restrictions going on. I'm not exactly sure what the schedule is. Yeah. You may be able to visit it on a normal day in a normal year. Before 2020, you could visit it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So another story has been told about a strange light that has been seen by multiple people. One of which is again, Luis. The psychic. Yeah. She recalled when she was a child and her father would gather the family to look at what she called the light. That's weird. Yeah, it was like a whole family function. That's <laughs> gather around, yeah. children. Let's stare at this light. I'm, yeah, that's what they did. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, I never said it wasn't. So it's just let's it gather happens, around and watch so. TV. What does your family do? Oh, we gather around and stare at this random light that is just in our house. Yeah. Well. Oh, that's normal. So as a child, she would climb up the fencing by the well house to see the light go around or into the barns and down the fence line. So it moved. We'll just move around the property, mm, going wherever it's like a it pet. wanted, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. They just watched it. That's strange. <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily normal. <laughs> That's true. She described that she experienced an eerie feeling while watching the light. Which mm, naturally, yeah. I mean, are you? I wouldn't gonna, want to. I would want to do that. You were just. I mean, you're not going to feel normal when you're staring at this like random light. Yeah, no. But why would you? Why would you do that if you felt? I don't know. Such an eerie feeling. Why do people watch scary movies? Uh, okay, <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> I do love me some some scary movies. So I I guess I really can't say much about that. (laughs) Others also claim to have seen this light. So it wasn't just her and her family. One of these was Joe Gardner, a nephew of Dr. Mudd. He used to tell others that he saw light move through the rooms around the house and down through the field of the Dr. Samuel Mudd house. He even described a closer encounter in which he and his sister were traveling home around dark. They saw the light come out of the graveyard at the old St. Peter's Cemetery. It then fixed it fixed itself near the top of the buggy and then moved around their carriage. Frightened, they began heading south as fast as they could. The light followed them for a while before it disappeared into the Zakaya Swamp. 
The fact that it comes out of a graveyard makes it more Yeah, eerie. that's creepy. Very that creepy. That is creepy. Another sighting came from Fred Bender, a neighbor who was working in the fields with a hired worker named Ambrose Gross. Bender recalled that Ambrose looked up and shouted about a light moving over Joe Gardner's field. It passed the house and headed north toward the mud house. The two men ran after the light until they were stopped by the flooded stream that connected the two farms. Is there like guesses as of to what this light is or who this light is? No, not really. No. Like really none? No. That kind of surprises me. There are all these sightings of this light. Of this one light. That's about it, it. It's making me think of something, and I can't remember what it is. It's a movie. I yes. I also think I know what you're talking about, but I have no idea. I what can't it is. either. I can't like it's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't remember what it is. Maybe I'll think of it. Which I think, if we're thinking about the same thing, it kind of reminds me of this next story. So the final story concerns how the light was almost captured. Well. I say almost. It's like the Ghostbusters. The light once again, or the story once again comes from Bender, but this time he was with another neighbor named Mr. Petzold. They saw the light hovering over a cornfield, so they decided to arm themselves by going over to a wood pile and picking up a clump of wood. I guess. To throw at it? I guess. They then started following the light very slowly. Oh my, are they going to sneak up on it? I guess. It entered a barn and the two men rushed in saying, now we can catch it. Oh my gosh. These are, that that was a direct quote. These are grown men. Yeah. When they came to the closed barn door, the light shot out and disappeared into the swamp. So again, I said. I'm too quick for you. When I said almost captured, almost was used very loosely. Yeah. Because I don't think they were ever going to catch the light. I mean, that's just me. But Yeah, I don't think so either. It makes me think of, and I think this is the right movie. It's in um, The Haunted Mansion. <gasps> oh. Yeah, with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I just watched that not too long ago. And they had the light. It was an orb, right? Was it? The round orb, yes, and it was it the was. spirit of the woman, right? I haven't seen that movie yeah. in so long. I just watched that not too long ago. I think, yeah, I think that's what it. That's is. what it makes me. That's what it's making me think of mm-hmm. is haunted mansion. I've brought yeah. up a lot of movies today. That's true, but that's okay. We enjoy movies. I just don't watch them very. <laughs> you have seen the haunted mansion. I have. You haven't seen the other two films that I've. Well, you've seen Ghostbusters. Stop. <laughs> Are you serious? I don't, I don't know. Miley! <laughs> if I have, if I have, it was a very long time ago, and I probably didn't watch it all the way through. <gasps> I think I've seen bits and pieces of Bill it. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, come on. That's one of the greatest movies of all time. I'm the worst. I know. School. So Who needs You've gotten it? <laughs> one out of four so far. Yeah. I'm concerned. Not- <laughs> Not very good. Anyway. <laughs> likely the most infamous story, however, has been told by numerous guests about the room known as the Booth Room. I assume it is named after the um, assassinator. 
Yes. Joan Wilkes Booth. You would be correct. I don't think assassinator is the correct. Assassin is the right term. I guess technically. That still sounds good, but. Yeah. He's an assassin. The murderer. Assassin is a really good John Mayer song. <laughs> what is with all the movie and music references? I don't know. I don't know where today. my brain's at. Well, so inside of this room, there's a bed. And no matter how tightly the bed sheets are pulled, there is an imprint of someone lying on the bed by the next morning. I don't like that. No, me either. Many people believe that it is the spirit of Booth visiting the room in which he stayed in just hours after the assassination. There's even a picture on the internet that I found in which you can see the imprint left on the bed. We'll post that on our cool. Instagram. <gasps> yeah, we will. You're right. <laughs> it's easy to see the impression that looks exactly, exactly like someone laid down on one side of the bed and then got up. That's... Yeah, I wouldn't like, oh, no. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Could you imagine laying down in that bed and then feeling no. something lay down beside oh you? Oh my gosh, I'd throw up. Ew. No. Ew, 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 I, ew. I keep telling ghost stories, but I can't resist telling this one. So <laughs> I don't know if they want to be named, so I just won't say exactly who it is. Um, I know someone who they had just their roommate had just left Mm -hmm. and they were laying down to go to sleep. Well, Mm -hmm. like go back to sleep and they heard their door open and shut and then felt something sit on the bed Mm -hmm. and they still didn't turn around. They just like, I think they said something to him like, uh, what are you doing? Like, why are you in here? But they still didn't turn around. They were just laying there. And then they felt slowly it tucking like them in what? yeah um to compl- this is a completely true story and that's when they finally turned around and nothing was there no, no one was in the like they got up they looked around oh. the apartment no one was in the apartment nothing was there i was okay until the tucking it did in. like oh they said that it tucked like from their shoulder like tucked mm. them in down to their legs and then they finally turned over and was like what are you doing only to see that no one was there i mean i guess at least the ghost is nice if he was tucking them in i don't know i feel like that's a little creepy i mean yeah it's extremely creepy but i it's i don't know maybe they were just the thing that freaked me out they i did not know this story when i was a kid because i used to hang out where this happened a lot because i was really Without revealing the identity of <laughs> yeah. this person. I was there a, like a lot. And that's like where I watched scary movies. And oh, where I hung man, out. That been and cool. no one told me this when I was a kid. No, I don't and going me. there. And then once I became. I think I was like 16 or 17. Um, And the people no longer lived there. I finally. It was like. I think it was some holiday or some reason why, you know, like a bunch of all of us were together. And they were like, did we ever tell you this story? Because I love it when people tell me ghost stories. Mm-hmm. And I was like, after they told me, I was like, are you freaking serious? Oh, <laughs> I was mm-hmm. in this apartment. That is horrible. And that's not even the only creepy thing that happened there either. Like, yeah. Maybe maybe we can talk about those on our Season ghost story yeah. episode. That, like, bed stuff, I don't like it. 
would yeah, know. Yeah, I really don't either. My least favorite, if you know me, you know my least favorite room in which occurs in scary movies and to hear scary things is the bathroom. Yes. Because that is where I hide. <laughs> like, yeah. If I get really, really scared, I just go to the bathroom. So anytime a bathroom scene comes on in a movie or anything, yeah. I'm out. I've seen this first thing. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> anytime a bathroom comes up, she either covers her eyes or leaves the room. Yeah, and it's all because of a scary movie that I watched in the apartment that this creepy uh, stuff happened in. No. It was from um, Amityville Horror, the Ryan Reynolds one. Oh. He gets pulled under the water. In Ooh. He's in the bathtub. Eee. And no, like gets pulled down. under the water by like a bunch of hands. And mm-hmm. I was scarred for life no, after that. We really Back went on to- a tangent. <laughs> As always. Another movie reference have you seen that oh, movie yes i have seen that you movie. have seen that one um two for five i think there you go. i mean you're, you're improving yeah we're doing good <laughs> so the picture of the impression on the bed came from mike ricksecker a paranormal investigator he originally visited the museum and took pictures but unfortunately discovered the photos mysteriously went missing upon this discovery he and his wife returned but were disappointed to find that the museum was closed. While they were still sitting out front, a truck pulled up. The man driving it happened to be one of the curators and took Rick Secker on a private tour of the home. How freaking cool! I know, right? So, his wife, however, refused to go past the foyer, but instead stood still at the bottom of the stairs with chills. I don't like that. Yeah. So, the curator told Rick Secker a few paranormal incidents that had happened in the house as they made their way to the booth room. Rick Secker pointed out the impression on the bed once they walked in. Mm-hmm. The curator looked annoyed and explained that the bed is always made and neat when they leave at night, but then it appears the impression appears by morning. They always have to fix it in order for everything to look good for the public. So for most, like, <laughs> for the public, this is, like, super cool. And yeah. Like, wow, a ghost is sitting on the bed. But for the people the who work there, it's like, oh, my God, what this a freaking ghost keeps unmaking this bed. We've yeah. worked so hard on. I think I'd be pretty annoyed, too. I'd be like, bruh, yeah. booth, come on. Can you not just sit in a chair like a normal or person? Or even, like, fix it when you get up. Yeah, come right? on, man. Have Where some respect. I mean, he did assassinate the president. Also we can't expect too much out of yeah, this guy. That's true. I mean, most normal people with manners don't kill people so uh yes <laughs> i don't really know how to yeah well, i'm just saying we i mean can't... you're not wrong yeah i'm just reiterating the fact that we can't expect manners from a murderer y- yeah <laughs> i agree <laughs> so the house has also been featured on ghost hunters and multiple paranormal stories have been told by visitors of the museum. One woman described the day that she and her husband visited it. She saw the shadow profile of a person sitting in a chair in the parlor. When she pointed this out to her husband and the guide, neither one of them saw it. Maybe she was psychic. Well, at the end of at the conclusion of the tour, she asked to return to the parlor to see if she could see it again. And this time, she she did see it again, and so did the guide, but her husband still didn't see anything. Gosh. So maybe both of them. He's blind. 
Yeah, I guess so. Blind to the have, truth. He just doesn't have the gift. He doesn't have the sight. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I have the sight either. Yeah, me either. I've heard ghosts. What I assume are ghosts. Definitely never I seen don't one. Think I have. There was one since I guess we're telling ghost stories. <laughs> my house. I don't think I've ever talked about my house. It actually used to be a doctor's office. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, so it's a pretty old house and it used to be a doctor's office. So it really is pretty likely that people have died in my house. And I've never experienced anything. However, my father has, who isn't he doesn't really believe in that stuff. Like yeah. Just, in mm. in terms of like skeptic believer, I feel like your dad leans more towards skeptic. Yeah. I, I would agree. So he's heard things and he's told us about them. And there was one, like I said, I've never seen anything. I don't really think it's haunted. But yeah. one night I was laying in my bed and I thought that I'd closed the door all the way. And I obviously didn't because I was laying there and the lights were all off and I heard my door open and I just assumed that it was one of my family members so like I said the lights were all off so I said I jumped a little bit when I heard the door open and I said yeah oh you scared me and kind of laughed a little bit and then nobody said anything so I grabbed my phone and turned the light on and there was nobody there that is creepy I was like oh well <laughs> which you're more of a skeptic too yeah I am you're incredibly logical yeah I think that's why it was such kind of like a bust when we went to Moundsville, mm -hmm. which we'll cover it that was. more in the episode when we talk about Moundsville. Yeah. But it was one of those things where we were all scared during the tour because mm -hmm. I think it was just like the energy of everyone yes. else being scared too. But yeah. then once we went off by ourselves, we were like, this is bogus. Yeah. <laughs> You were still a lot more brave than what I was, which it wasn't, I don't think it was even because of where we were. It was just, I just don't really like, okay, being alone freaks me out in general. No yeah. matter where I'm at, I could be like during the day in a house, like a new house. And yeah. If I'm alone, it just kind of makes me a little uneasy. So as long as I was with somebody there, I was fine. Yeah. But being alone... No, thank you. I hit a, a strange level of either stupid or brave <laughs> during that during that excursion. Yeah, it was somewhere in between. <laughs> I uh, just channeled my inner, like, again, stupidity <laughs> or just extreme bravery. And either I was like, way. I'm just going to stand in this room completely in the dark by myself and turn on my phone recorder and see what happens. Yeah, she did. And I was and I did, and, for her. And nothing happened. I just stood in there and I was like, hello. <laughs> Would you like to communicate? Yeah. And then no one communicated. I was like, this is bogus. And I'm being incredibly we, kind. And that's when we determined that it was all a hoax and it's not haunted. <laughs> yes. Our one experience. Just from going there one time and me standing in a room being like, would you like to communicate? No? Okay, then. Yeah. Rude. All these stories. Lies. Be like, now I know why you were in prison because you're rude. <laughs> That's what I should have said. I should have went have. full on like provoking them. Yeah. Shouldn't have taken, uh, we'll have to go back now. I know. Really, Mr. Chance. Just be completely rude. Be like, I'm one of you now. We'll see what Get happens. a prison tat. <laughs> so that was. Um, the history and story of the Samuel A. Mudhouse. And this is in Maryland, right? Oh, yeah, that would have been good information. <laughs> yeah. This is in Waldorf, Maryland. Waldorf, Maryland. Yep. We need to go. 
we said pretty close by. Yeah. I'm assuming in Maryland. <laughs> That's which is that the eastern panhandle or the northern panhandle for West Virginia? Is it close? I don't know. I'm asking you this question. <laughs> It'd be easier if I just Googled oh, it, no honestly. So it's, yeah, I think that was interesting. I still mm -hmm. think that woman's psychic or she's just crappy sister to that guy. Um, yeah. You know, maybe she was just trying to preserve still, their family history. I mean, their grandfather, right? It was their grandfather who served time in prison for four years. And what I read, it I was mean, a miserable... Okay, prison... Prison in general, obviously, is not a fun time. Yes. But they were in a prison that was swarming with mosquitoes and then mm. the yellow fever. And it was just horrific. And yeah. he died when he was in his later 40s. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, even after he was released, it was really bad. He and still died pretty young. Yeah, exactly. So... Well, then it would make sense for her not to know what her grandfather looked like. Yeah, that's true because it did. She lived in the house when she moved into the house when her grandfather passed away because her father inherited the house. So she was probably still just yeah, a kid. That's true. That's a, that's a valid point. So she probably didn't know what he looked like. But still totally think that she might be psychic. In, yeah, maybe. Or crazy. <laughs> or psychic. Yeah, psychic. You never know. <laughs> so, thanks so for our, listening, guys. Our movie counter here at the end Miley knew two out of the five movies yeah. in which I referenced. I know everyone is so disappointed. You haven't seen Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. You haven't seen National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets. Right. Which is honestly one of the greatest Nicolas Cage films of all time. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen Ghostbusters. Yes. You have seen Haunted Mansion. Yes. And you have seen... Amityville Horror. Amityville Horror. Yes. So. I guess we'll continue to keep a running tally of the movies that I do and do not know. Yeah, the movies that Miley hasn't seen. <laughs> Which the list is ever growing. It really is. Well, I think that means that was a good one. Thank I would you. I would go there. Yeah, me too. I'd go anywhere by this point. Go do some meditation. See if I can see myself a ghost. Yeah. I'd honestly probably ask to see John Wilkes Booth just because you know. Why not? Yeah. If I if I mean if I'm gonna see anybody of historical significance in that house. I'm not going to know who Samuel A. Mudd is. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, I would that, now. Yeah. But if I had a choice between him and the guy who assassinated Lincoln. Yeah, I would also choose choose Booth. Yeah. Naturally. I think anybody would. Yeah. Yep, let's go. You all should visit the museum as well. Yes. Again, because why not? Check the restrictions first, though. Yeah. We don't want you to make the drive all the way to Waldorf, Maryland yeah, and then no. be closed. So good luck. Safe travels. That was another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at AMMPod and like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash AppalachianMM. You can also email us at AppalachianMM at gmail.com. Thanks for exploring the weird and wild and spooky parts of Appalachia with us.